because he's blessed you, you're here this morning. Who can admit that right now? So maybe you're going through something, and we want to sing this song for you this morning. And this worship God with us this morning. Testing, one, two. No, three, church, four. that that there Test. is no mountain that is too big for God. That's right. You know, we think that, you know, we're going through things. There's so many. On my heart, I'm, my, bur I'm, my heart is burdened for so many of you because it just seems like Satan's just, just knocking at our doors and just seems like he's just knocking us down. But he's not going to win. That's right. And, and we've got to keep fighting. We can't give up. We don't even understand sometimes that we have to trust in him. No matter what you're going through, you're going to get to the top of that mountain. And God's going to be at the bottom. He's going to be at the top. He's going to be at the other side. But you have to keep fighting. Amen? You know, my wife, my wife saw me get disrespected yesterday and turned the other cheek. And she said, honey, I don't know how you do that week after week, month after month, and year after year. I said, I don't. He does. He tells me. To be obedient. And the Bible says that we're to turn the other cheek, so I turn the other cheek. It ain't easy sometimes to do it his way. But out of obedience, he revealed so much to me. He'll do that to you. He'll reveal. He'll give. He'll pour open the floodgates of heaven. Somebody needs to receive this morning. Amen. So we want to sing this song. Go ahead, Brother Cooper. I'm going to let her do most of the singing. That mountain that stood in my way Would this be my last one? Could this be my fate? How my heart beats so fearful What challenge awaits But strength grows up in me God's power and grace That's no mountain for a climber I know what awaits at the peak. Jesus is there watching over to see if his help I should need. He makes sure that his dear precious children don't fall by the trials so steep. That's no mountain for a climber When the maker of the mountain Is standing by me Anybody ever been through something? I beheld all the footprints That had been there before Through the cliffs and the rocks Till I could see them no more And I wonder what brave ones Would challenge such feet God said it's the saint's child That's gone on before me mountain for a climber I know what awaits at the peak Jesus is there watching over 
Bibles to Deuteronomy 28. I want to talk to you today about how blessed you really are. And brothers and sisters, we need to wear our blessings well. I joke sometimes because I have been run through the mill as a pastor. I think sometimes I I feel like one of them old laundry boards I just get scrubbed on a lot of times. I make the joke, Brother Mike, if I ever get me another cowboy church, I'm going to buy me a 72 Ford pickup. I'm going to beat all the windows out of it, knock the mirrors off the side of it, running into a tree a couple of times, and I'm going to drive it to church on Sunday morning. They're going to say, well, here comes that poor pastor. We ought to take care of him. Look at him. <laughs> I say that a lot in joking and God just convicted me of it yesterday. He said, you need to wear your blessings well. Because you were poor. Because you did live in poverty. Because you come out of an abusive lifestyle. You need to wear your blessings well because you are my representative. Somebody ought to shout, amen. You need to wear your blessings well, he told me yesterday, because you are my representative. Or whatever that word is. I get it halfway. So I want to talk to you today about how blessed you really are. And brothers and sisters, we need to wear our blessings well. Deuteronomy 28, got my Bible? I told you a while ago before we began to sing that if you're obedient to God, he will bless you. And it says it right here. I don't make this good stuff up. It's in the Bible. It says, if you fully obey the Lord your God... And carefully keep all of his commandments that I am giving you today. The Lord your God will set you on high above all nations of the world. You will experience all the blessings if you obey the Lord your God. How many hear me? You will experience all the blessings if you obey God, Carl. In every area of your life. You can't leave anything out, folks. Sean, you hear me? You can't leave anything, any stone unturned. You will experience all the blessings if you obey the Lord your God. And this is what he says. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go, whatever you do, you will be blessed. 
And this is my favorite part. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. Come on, somebody give God a praise if you've ever been attacked. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will be scattered from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouse with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. You see, uh, brothers and sisters, we are blessed. A couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, matter of fact, I, I could have lost my son in a bull riding accident. He was out for 20 minutes. He woke up in the back of an ambulance, thought he was in a horse trailer. So what am I doing in this horse trailer? Scared Mary half to death, scared me half to death. Power of prayer got him up, good, strong church family behind me praying. I got to wear my blessings well yesterday when I got to take my wife and him and my other son and go down and be a blessing to another church in another town. I got to watch my sons minister to a bunch of little kids through a dummy roping yesterday. I watched them to give up their time, their talent, and their treasures yesterday. I am a blessed man, and I'm going to wear my blessings well. I am proud to be their father. I'm proud to be her husband. I'm going to show them off every chance I get. We need to wear our blessings well. Somebody hear me this morning. Does anybody agree? Amen. We need to wear our blessings well. I'm a blessed man. Wearing your blessing well doesn't mean you have to brag about what you have. Sharing your achievements in life doesn't mean you lack humility or that you're a big show-off. When done sincerely, somebody listen to me this morning. When done sincerely, basking in the blessings God has given you is a way of honoring God's presence in your life. When you, when you walk around and say, you know what, I'm humble, I'm thankful, and I'm grateful. Yes, I do have a new car. Yes, I live in a good home. Yes, my family is healthy and whole and alive. That means that you're walking around letting people know it's God's presence who's doing that in your life. Somebody hear me today. Josh, you hear me, brother? Amen. When done sincerely, basking in the blessings God has given you is a way of honoring God's presence in your life and embracing the abundance God has blessed you with. Deuteronomy 28 says, All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey God. One of the hardest things for me to do, I'm just going to be real talk with you for a minute, is see people come to church when they're broke, busted, and disgusted. They see them come to church and God fixes everything. And then they walk away from God. It makes no sense to me. Your act of obedience, Cynthia, your act of obedience is why God started fixing things. It's the first step through the door that made the greatest sacrifice to change. You said, I'm coming through that door. I want a new life. I want a personal relationship with the Lord. I'm tired of all this stuff. I need a new start. I'm going to church. God said, here they come. I'm going to bless their obedience. And as soon as they get blessed, they go out there and live for the devil again. Can I say this for you that do? You won't be blessed long. I see it every time. I've been doing this for 10 years. Lyle, I've been doing this for 10 years. Eight years here, but I've been doing it for 10 years. I've seen God as a God of turnaround. 
Oh, thank God for that this morning. He is a God of turnaround. And I've seen him bless so many people. And then them, them turn around and go back to what they were doing before. Go back to their old lifestyle. Go back to cussing. Go back to drinking. Go back to drugging. Go back to fighting. Go back to gossiping. Go. I see God do so many amazing things. And I just want to say, where are you going? Your blessings are in obedience. Not living for the devil. Somebody ought to hear me this morning. Your blessings are in obedience to God, not living for the devil. Not allowing the devil to control your mind, your thoughts, your heart, your actions. Somebody needs to receive this today. If God is blessing you because of your obedience, you need to wear your blessings well. You need to be thankful this morning. And you need to show off what God has done in your life. One by one, I think I'll stand you up this morning. And just tell your testimony. Because I know who you are, where you come from, what God has done. And you come, you give your time, your talent, your treasure. And you serve not only in the church but in the community. You are wearing your blessing well. The whole church, if we did that as a whole, no telling what God would do with Caney Creek Cowboy Church. We should never be ashamed. Tell somebody, don't be ashamed of what God is doing in your life. God is a rewarder of those that seek Him. When you keep God first place and you do your best to honor Him, blessings always follow obedience. That means you will come into increase, promotion, and good breaks that you necessarily didn't deserve. I have a friend back home that started in a company, and man, he said, you know what? He got saved. He come home from the military. His name is Ramey. I got to see him this week when I was down there serving pickles to a bunch of carnival workers. I was honored to serve pickles. I didn't have to be the pastor that day. I was just the pickle guy. I had a good time serving. I had a humble time. Scott went with me. We really enjoyed the day of just being servants of the Lord. I was on pickles. I had a great time. I saw my friend Ramey, and I looked at him, and I said, Ramey, you look good, brother. Last time I saw Ramey was when me and Mary went to Parkview Baptist Church. Ramey came home from Iraq, two tours in Iraq. He discharged out of the military because he wanted to spend time with his family. He said, Brother Mark, he said, if I go back, I may not return. It's getting bad over there. It's getting worse over there. This was eight years ago. He said, Brother Mark, if I go back, I may not come back. So I, I'm discharging out of the military, and I'm going to get a job. I remember as we were in Parkview Baptist Church that he had trouble finding a job. And finally, someone hired him at Sherman Williams. Anybody ever heard of Sherman Williams? They sell a little paint, just a little paint, not a big paint, but a little paint. He started back in the back mixing paint. He started, he, I said, what are you doing today, Ramey? He said, you remember when you left Parkview? I, 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 was, I, was, uh, I, I just got that job at Sherman Williams Paint. I said, yes, sir, I remember that. He said, now I run Sherman Williams Paint. I said, go on. He said, really? God supernaturally opened up the door for me. He said, I had a boss that couldn't stand me. I couldn't stand him. He said, I had friends in the, in the job, in the workplace that had been there five, six, ten years ahead of me. But that boss, they caught him doing some things that just weren't right. They were hiring within the company. He said something inside of me. This is what he told me. He said something inside of me told me to go ahead and apply for that position. The guy that was doing the hiring 
was an ex-military man. He took a look at Ramey's qualifications and said, you know what, I want to talk to this guy. Them two met. They knew a lot of the same people from Fort Hood. God supernaturally opened that door of increase in his life. Can I give you an amen? Come on. He went from $33,000 a year to $90,000 a year. Only God can do that. I said, Ramey, you look good. He said, I feel good, Brother Mark. You see, sometimes we don't know what God is going to do. We just got to be obedient to God. When blessings come, God desires that you wear his blessings well so that you can be an example of his goodness and on display his greatness to others. On display. Watch this. Pay attention. Listen. If somebody's talking around you, say, I need to get this this morning because I want to wear my blessings well. On display. God tells his children to be on display for the other world to see, for the lost world to see. What are you saying, Brother Mark? He said, don't hide your light under a basket. Don't be ashamed of your blessings. Anybody getting this this morning? Don't be ashamed of what God has done in your life. That means you are quick to give God the credit when credit is due. This means instead of feeling guilty for the being a blessing, you are thankful for His blessings and receive them with gratitude. Let God make an example of what it means to live a blessed, prosperous, and abundant life through your life. We are His great representatives on earth. Yesterday, I had the opportunity to show out and show my backside. You know what I mean. I just can't say that word in church anymore. I had an opportunity to get mad, get upset, blow my top, lose my cool. But I just said, Lord, you're in control here. That's the old man. I don't want the old man to show up today. Come on, somebody, give God a praise. God is a God of increase when we become obedient. I had a chance to, to, to lose my temper, to lose my cool. I could have repented, and there are some of those cases on the inside. I may not lose it on the outside, but on the inside, I've had to repent because I might think something or say something, and I know I need to be in, in obedience to God. I, I, we were up there, and, 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 and the lady had disrespected me, and Mary was real close to, to me, and my wife don't like when anyone disrespected me. I said, woman, you better watch it. She ain't been saved that long I said woman you better watch it she ain't as saved as I am she might pull your hair out I told y'all we both stood there and said God even though this storm is coming against us we're going to honor you because you've been too good to us here we are in the arena of life, in the rodeo arena, and our kids are out there serving you, Lord. I'm not going to show my backside, lose my cool, and walk away from here saying, that pastor is not who he really says he is. God has been too good to me to be two-faced. God has been too good to me, Brother John, to be a hypocrite. Say amen. God has been too good to me to come to church one way and live another. I'm not a perfect man. No one's perfect. Jesus was the only perfect person. Don't hide what God has blessed you with from the world. When you are blessed, the haters will come out. Who hears me? When you're blessed, the haters will come out 
in every direction. When you step up to a new level, the backbiters will show up. Cody's just a young man, got a great job, got a great future ahead of him. I'm sure all of his friends try to give him a hard time about this or about that. I told him, boy, don't worry about the backbiters and the haters. Just stay the course. In a few years, you'll be on your way and look back down at where there are. Somebody ought to hear me and say amen. Because you know God has brought you a long way. God has increased you. God has blessed you. When you wear God's blessings well, don't be surprised if it don't draw jealousy out of other people. But we got to get to the point where we say we're not arrogantly, but we say humbly, I'm going to wear God's blessings in spite of those who don't like it. God has blessed me. He's blessed me in abundantly, Janet, and I'm going to wear them well. I, I try to talk Mary out of buying that new house. Well, what's everybody going to think? Well, what, is, what if we can't afford it? What about this? She said, honey, don't you have faith? I said, I don't want to hear that today. God has blessed me. I want to share my blessings with others. God has blessed me. I want to put my blessings on display. Not in a way as a show off, as a big shot, but as a way of saying it was only God who could have done this. Mark Grimes couldn't do this. We got to get to the point where we say, not arrogantly, but humbly, I'm going to wear God's blessings well in spite of who doesn't like it. I'm going to take this promotion, Ramey said, in spite of all those that get jealous because I got a family to feed. I got to look out for me too. If God's opened this door, I'm going to walk through it, not worried about the consequences. I'm going to wear this beautiful dress that my husband worked so hard to get for me. I'm going to wear it to church on Sunday. I may not be a church uh, a person that dresses up all the time, but he took the time to go buy this nice material for me. So I'm going to wear it today, and I'm going to be proud to wear it because my husband worked so hard for it. And if some other ladies get mad at me because I dress up, oh, well, they can get, dressed up. They can get mad at me all they want to. I'm dressed up today and wearing my best for God. I'm going to drive a brand new car in spite of those who criticize me. I'm going to move into a nice neighborhood in spite of those who judge me. Life is way too short to worry about what everybody else thinks. Somebody get this this morning. Life is way too short to worry about what everybody else thinks. We need to wear our blessings well. If a friend gets jealous of you, judges you, is critical of you, then you need some new friends. If God is blessing your plexus business and everybody around you is getting mad and upset, then find you some new friends. Your friends should be happy for you when God blesses you. If you need some new friends, come to Caney Creek Cowboy Church. I'll help you find them. Because there's a lot of people in this church that don't get jealous when God's blessing you. If friends get jealous and judge you and critical of you, you need to get you some new friends because true friends celebrate you. True friends encourage you and cheer you up. True friends are happy when you're successful. People may criticize you. They may judge you. They may find fault in you, but they don't know what it took to get you to where you are today. Somebody ought to shout amen. I said all that to preach now. A lot of people come in when the movie's halfway over. They don't see how the movie begun. 
a lot of people come to our church and they say, oh, wow, it's beautiful. It wasn't so beautiful when we got it in our hands. We had to work hard for what we have today. We had to be good stewards of what God had given us. We had to press on when others said that will never work. God has blessed Canny Creek Cowboy Church. It's beautiful today. Some of you are just now coming in when the movie's playing. But in the beginning, we had a lot of resistance. We had a lot of cleanup to do. We had a lot of things that we needed to stop here and start here. Come on, somebody, hear me. If you were with me in the beginning, you know what I'm talking about. Same thing. People see you. Now you're drug free. Now you're alcohol free. God has blessed you. Opened up the doors. You don't do meth anymore. You don't do crack anymore. And God has supernaturally, because of your obedience, getting off that stuff. Man, I'm going to tell you something. God done some amazing things in your life. And people will walk in and they'll hate on you. They'll be jealous of you. Why? Because they just see the movie that's playing. They don't see how hard you work to stay sober, stay clean. To get up every Sunday morning when you didn't want to get up and come to church. To give when you didn't have it to give. People see your nice car. People see your nice home. People see your nice clothes and they want to hate on you. But they don't know the sacrifices you gave when you didn't have anything to give. You gave anyway and God went ahead and blessed your obedience. I could stand you up one by one by one by one and just talk about how obedient you've been and watch what God has done. Listen to me. The problem is they missed the first part. They didn't see the sacrifices you made. They didn't see the struggles that you had to endure. They didn't see the battles that you had to fight. The time you felt like giving up, but you kept pressing forward. The night you stayed up, you prayed up, you cried up, and you believed, and you got saved, and you gave it up. They didn't see that part. They only see now, and they're hating on now but you work very hard to be who you are today and you need to wear your blessings well you see what I've learned Rachel is my blessings may look free oh but they've cost me a whole lot a lot of family time a lot of times missing rodeos and being there I've had to be other places a lot of late nights hard work on the grind the sacrifices. People may see the blessings now, but they don't see the first part. Same thing with your life. They may see you as a church goer. Your neighbors may hate on you. They may belittle you because you've got a cross in your yard. They may drive by your house with their beer, and they say, well, he used to drink with me, but now he's a hypocrite. He goes to church. You're no hypocrite. You wanted a better life for you, so you made a better life for you. Somebody amen. Somebody amen. As for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. So we threw the porno out. We threw the drugs out. We threw the people out that didn't want no good for us. We got rid of all of them. People will always hate on you. Don't let anyone make you feel guilty for the favor, the honor, the peace, the victory that God has placed in your life. Don't let anyone make you feel guilty for the honor, the peace, the victory, the sacrifices that you've had to make to be close to God the way you are today. Maybe this message ain't for anyone. Maybe it's just for me this morning. I hope it's for you though. I hope you're receiving it this morning as much as I'm ready to receive it myself. Somebody paid the price. Somebody sowed the seeds. That is God honoring your past, your faithfulness, your sacrifice. Don't hide your gifts and your blessings. God gave it all for you on Calvary. People are always going to talk. How many hear me? 
Somebody was talking about you when you got here this morning. And somebody be talking about you when you leave here this morning. They just better hope I don't catch them. Somebody's always going to talk. But don't you worry about the haters. Haters going to hate. But they're not on the job. They're not sacrificing. They're not working hard. They're not staying out there dealing. They're not on their knees at night praying and reading their Bible. The sacrifices, they're coming in at the end of the movie. I make no apologies for what God has done in my life. I rolled up in here in a wore-out pickup and needed one to help me do God's work, and God started increasing. I wore, rode up in here with a church with about 30 or 40 people, but I knew if I could get 30, 40 people on fire for God, we could change the world. Look where we are today. I rolled up in here, and the grass was up to your knees. Nobody took pride in this church. I'm not, I'm not knocking people that were here. I'm just telling you, there was a vision that God said, if you'll love that place like I love it, then I'll bless it. We began to mow. We began to clean. We began to tear down. We began to rebuild. We began to stay focused on God's plan. And look where we are today. If you'll stay focused on God's plan for your life today, he will increase every area of your life through your obedience. Lyle, do you believe that with all your heart? Am I telling the truth this morning? God will bless with obedience. I'm wondering who will receive that, Brother Vic. I, I, I'm wondering who's not going to be ashamed of what God has done in their life this morning. I'm wondering who's going to put their life on display with Pastor Mark. For the whole world to see, hey, you know what? You don't know that I come out of a sexually abused lifetime. My father abused me sexually. But I'm here today, and these are my kids, and they've never been abused sexually. And I'm putting them on display for the whole world to see. God brought me a good man. God brought me a good woman to help me. I was full of anger and I was full of hate and I was a racist. I didn't like black people. I didn't like Mexican people. I didn't like Chinese people. But I found the love of Christ and I'm putting my life on display. And all I see now is saved and unsaved. And I want people saved so I'm going to love every one of them despite their color, despite their ethical background. If it's a Muslim, if it's a Jew, if it's a Christian, I'm going to love them. I'm not going to be a racist anymore. And I'm going to put that on display. I'm going home and I'm going to take the rebel flag down. And I'm going to put up the cross. And I'm going to show the world that I'm a lover, not a hater. Well, what about my friends? They're going to judge me. What about my people in my family? They're going to hate on me. You know what? They're going to do that anyway. You do what God is telling you today. You know, I'm done. Listen to me. People are always going to talk. That's not your problem. That's not your problem. If you're here today and you want to wear your blessings well, be quick to always give God the credit. Be quick to always give God the credit. I don't have much. I don't claim to have a lot. But what I got don't belong to me anyway. I'm just an overseer of it. God owns it all. That's why I'm so grateful to share what I have with others because God owns it all anyway. I give him the credit 
for the church. I give him the credit for the truck. I give him the credit for the kids. He kept Dalton alive. He's raised up Justin. He's helped me make him the man he is today. I give God the credit for bringing Mary into my life. I give God the credit for you guys. I give God the credit for us today because that's where credit is due. If you have a good job, give God the credit. If you have a vehicle that runs, it don't even have to be a new vehicle. It can just get you from point A to point B. Be quick to give God the credit. Then there's no limit to where God will take you. He'll make you an example of what it means to live a blessed, prosperous, and abundant life. This is not prosperity preaching. This is Deuteronomy 28 preaching. You read it with me in the beginning. He will bless your obedience, your crops, your fields, your home, your children. Who wants that today? Touch four people and say, I want that today. Touch four people and say, I want that today. For all that you've been talking during church, you're fixing to come up here with me in just a minute. Get ready. Stand with me today. Makes it easy for those to get out. Devil, I'm going to put my life on display today, devil. I belong to Jesus Christ. Dalton, I'm going to put my life on display today because I belong to Jesus Christ. Devil, you don't have to wonder where I stand. I stand with him. I'm going to ask you today, where do you stand? Are you ashamed of what God has done in your life? Are you willing to put your testimony out there? Willing to share? I believe this with all my heart. You should never have to write your testimony on a piece of paper. You ought to be able to get up and stand up and shout up that God has delivered me, set me free, and saved me. And you don't have to write that down. Several of our children, I told Miss Vicki this week, I was so proud of the praise reports that I heard coming out of our youth program this week. Mike, would you turn me up just a little bit? I, I think y'all trying to put me to sleep up there. The praise reports that come out of our youth building this week. I heard that one kid after another kid got to stand up and say, because of this church, because of what this church has done for my family, I believe in Jesus today. Put your life on display. Who will stand with me and put your life on display who'll stand with me this morning put your life on display Bobby and Heather here this morning are they here I don't see them this morning put your life on display Bobby and Heather's little boy was in our youth program this week and brother Todd told me they were giving testimony <laughs> I don't even want to cry telling you but Todd after you told me I left there and I started crying
He said, Mom and Dad was so hooked on drugs. Drugs had them destroying their life. He said, nobody loved me. Mom and Dad were too busy loving drugs, and nobody loved me. I felt so unloved, so unworthy, I didn't even want to be here. This is just a little bitty kid. He said, nobody loved me. He said, my granddad came and got me and took me out of that situation. My granddaddy loved me. But then my granddaddy died. And I had to go back home to where nobody loved me. You can keep playing that. I'm loving it. Keep playing. Don't stop. He said, nobody loved me. Again. He said, finally, Mom and Dad decided to get off drugs and get to a church. Mom and Dad sobered up and cleaned up. Give God a praise for that. <laughs> said, Mom and Dad sobered up and cleaned up and got off drugs, and they started taking us to church. Dad and Mom were so on fire for God, but then the pastor started making fun of them. Hurt my daddy's heart. We left the church. And found our way to Caney Creek Cowboy Church. He said, where the people look just like us. And they loved us. And then Miss Mary led me to the Lord. And I found that Jesus loved me. That little boy said that. He said, my family is in a good place today. And we love our church. And then I got the testimony that after he sat down, one kid after another started standing up. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Will you stand with me today and put your life on display for God, for the whole world to see how good God has been to you? If that young man's strong enough to stand up and tell his testimony, you ought to tell your testimony. The world's not concerned about how hard you work or what a great driver you are or what a great carpenter you may be or what a great electrician you may be. Give God all the credit. Say, you know what, I worked hard, late at night, sacrificed, stayed out there, stayed in school, got an education, I got a diploma, and now I'm on my way. I, I wanted to quit so many times, but I felt that God was pressing me to stay in school, to stay in college. That's why I run this business today, because of God. Oh, I'm not qualified to be a carpenter. I prayed before I cut the first board. I'm not qualified to be a daddy. But Psalms 127 said that these kids are a blessing to, from God. So, I, so I, I just decided to change my life. God helped me. God helped me to change my life. Yeah, I did it for me. I did it for him. And I did it for those kids. Put your testimony on display. Wear your blessings well. You see somebody with a car you got to jump off? with your brand new car, go jump it off. Don't be ashamed of your blessings. Pop the hood on that new Mercedes and hook it up to that old Dodge. Say, I don't know where the cables go, but I'm here to help you. Show those people you're no better than them, that you're going to love them right where they are. 
when they come to this fall festival, you're going to say, you know what? I love you. Good to see you. I'm happy you're here. Jesus got a plan for you. Oh, you need something to eat? I got it. Lord said, don't hide your light. Let it shine so bright for the world to see. If you're here today, you need to ask Jesus into your heart today. Do that with me right now. Just say, Lord, come into my life and save me. Today, I make you my Lord and Savior. I want you to pour out your blessings on me, Lord, because I'm following you today. I don't deserve it, Lord, but I know if you'll do it for one, he'll do it for another. Give your heart to God today. Say, Lord, come into my life and save me. Today, I make you my Lord and Savior. I'm going to serve you from this day forward. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and that three days later you rose. Come into my heart and live. Forgive me of my sins. You prayed that with me today. You gave your life to the Lord. Let me see your hands. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Lyle, we're still moving forward. Eleven, twelve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for those. I want you guys that just raised your hand to fill out that green sheet. Let us talk to you one-on-one. Let us get you baptized. Let us help you get on your way. Let us give you a Bible. Whatever we can do, we're here for you. Somebody be here with them too. Somebody say amen. If you're here with these new believers, say amen. Father God, thank you for this day. If you're here today and you need to rededicate your life to the Lord, do so right now. Just say, Lord, I rededicate my life to you. I'm not going to ask you to come forward. I'm not going to ask you to get away from where you're at. I just want you in your heart to wear your blessings well. Say, Lord, come into my life and save me. Lord, I want to rededicate my life to you today. Forgive me in the areas that I fall short. Help me to get back on track, Lord, and stay on track. I'm talking to the younger adults and the older adults today. Help me to get on track and stay on track. Paul said it's not how you start your race. It's how you finish your race. I guess you could say this, Cowboy Church. It's not how you start your testimony. It's how you finish your testimony. I want a good testimony that honors God and gives Him all the glory in every area of my life. How about you today? Father, thank you for our time that we spent today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen.